0: Is this the first one back for the third reboot? Yes, it is. Was I not also the first one back for the second reboot? You're correct. So You're like my reboot
1: queen. Yeah, I'm the reboot queen. Maybe that'll be the title of the episode.
0: Reboot queen. (laughs) Reboot queen. Please tell me you're recording this and this is going to make it into the episode. (laughs) I am recording this it's it's just got to be like 24 7 dick parade something for you Melissa (laughs) (laughs) do you now should I get the gloves
1: oh that's what you have for me that's what
0: you have for me (laughs) um (laughs) I gotta bring something to the party
1: Welcome to the Screams and Moans podcast, the podcast about movies and sex, but not together because that would be porn. I'm your host, Megan, and this episode, I'm joined by the lovely Melissa
0: Maples. Hello. Woo! Hello. Great to be back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope you have your wine ready. I Hope you're all ready to go. Yeah, just just a tiny bit of wine. I'm I'm, I'm being very careful this evening.
1: Fair enough. I find there's like that happy point in guesting. Like you want to be like loose enough that the conversation flows, but not an
0: entire shit show. Un- unab- yeah, unable to understand what's going on. Or what day it is.
1: Every third <laughs> is just woo. <"Whoa!"
0: laughs> yeah. Spring break! Woo! <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not on video, Melissa. We're not on video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah l- luckily I've 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 limited myself to half a glass and I, like I said I put the rest of the bottle in another room where I cannot get to it so there's no chance of me accidentally overdoing it. that oh, fine
1: amazing
0: um <laughs> <laughs> so other than that um how are things going for you um surprisingly well I I I know that uh A lot of the world is a complete shit show right now, but in in my little corner, I'm very, very fortunate and and things are great. Uh, As you know, I live in paradise, so I'm at the beach every morning and uh, sort of just trying to stay out of everybody's way so that we can all get past this virus thing. And other other than that, I'm just just keeping myself to myself and and trying to make the best of it.
1: I was going to say, like when i see your photographs which um you know you guys will hear later in the show where you can also see melissa's photographs they're always so so beautiful i'm always a bit a bit jealous you know i could take the picture of you know england out my window but it's just mostly going to be rain at this time Um, of year
0: (laughs) yeah well we have rain coming rainy season's coming but even our rain is beautiful we get those sort of um kind of tropical storm type you know the, the big fluffy clouds and crashing lightning and all that it's very dramatic and that that will be coming up in another three or four weeks but at the moment we're we're sort of just uh, winding down from from summer through velvet season into autumn and it's still swimming weather so i'm enjoying the beach while i can
1: and i was so disappointed to find out that velvet season did not mean like when we're going we're follow goth <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that'll come afterward when when autumn finally settles in in the middle of November sometime
1: then it's okay to be goth
0: then it's okay to be well it's okay to be goth year round I mean you know we to, should to know do what that do makes you happy yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm like
1: oh amazing sorry <laughs> I'm gonna lose it now
0: <laughs> should, should, should we make it into a drinking game that I have to take a drink every time you say amazing
1: <laughs> if you did that, you'd be so drunk by the end of the show. <laughs> I'd have to go in the kitchen and
0: get the rest of the bottle. <laughs> exactly. It's one of the glass th- wouldn't do it.
1: No, it's one of the things, you know, when you move to another country, you realize your English-isms or American-isms, in mm-hmm. my case. Uh, and one of them is amazing. So yeah, are so just, yeah. Oh, they're amazing. Melissa, you don't know
0: how amazing they are. Um the what the the one that always stands out to me is awesome everything is awesome 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 or cool in 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 the uh in the sense of in in the classical sense of like just you know if you're in awe of something it's you know just but you know people will say awesome about a cheeseburger (laughs) Which, uh, mind you, I have had some pretty good cheeseburgers in my time, so you know maybe it's warranted. But
1: that's a whole another level to be hit because I find that Brits have um, a broader range of, I'm going to say, like adjectives, and I don't want to say like words in general, but you know Americans will be... something is big or small.
0: <laughs> Where I find it really, I I think the further north you go, if if, if you go up in if you go up into Scotland. <laughs> They they are going to get some a, a lot of descriptive words, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of very very interesting adjectives up in Scotland. Now I'm now I'm intrigued. Um. <laughs> if you go on if you go on Twitter actually. Um, there was a whole meme thing going right around the time that trump got elected oh no it was when trump was making his first visit to the uk do you remember when that happened yeah and <laughs> yes, um I do. and uh and people were people were going on twitter saying actually we we don't want him to come here and the, the scots were going on to see like what was the worst insult you could call trump and some of those are like if, if you want to see some if you want to see some some Scottish descriptions of things using very very colorful language uh, but that's definitely a thread to look up and I'm sure you know I'm sure it's it's made itself to know your meme or some other some of the meme website because it became a whole thing of, of Scottish people trying to explain why they didn't want Trump in their country
1: I can only imagine knowing some of <laughs> some of the Scots that I know as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, you, you're speaking of memes, and that reminds me um, a little bit about something I did earlier today that was a bit embarrassing. Uh, so I was talking to someone at work today, and Hi. I'm, I'm going to try not yeah, you're, to... Yeah, you're
0: working from home.
1: I'm working from home, yeah. Right. Um, which I've actually found quite amazing. I know it is difficult for some... Oh, I have to take a drink. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's time it's already there work, work,
0: working from home is also amazing okay amazing right. got it, got it. and awesome uh, so, <laughs>
1: why not uh but uh, you know I, I i recognize that that's not the case for everyone um yeah, of course. but as a, a bit of an introvert myself i actually enjoy it it helps mm-hmm. me focus i i find i get more done yep. but of course that also means more Chats and stuff like that on Teams and things or WhatsApp with my colleagues. Yeah. And today, um, there was a conversation about someone who, well, they were being a bit of an asshole, to be honest. Um, not someone that I work with. I just feel like I have to say right, that. preface that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, you know, knowing that um, what we type is monitored I thought oh well I don't really want to write asshole right (laughs) even though that's what I'm thinking yeah so I thought oh but they allow gifts maybe I can find a gift that says asshole or a
0: (laughs) (laughs) or a-hole or something
1: right (laughs) so I'm I'm gonna have to send this to you in a minute um because I did actually have to take a video because it was that bad um
0: (laughs) oh god so, this isn't like a goatee thing, is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not
1: that bad. Not that it's, bad. It's not that
0: kind of asshole.
1: No, but it is. Um, yeah, it. <laughs> I'm. I'm laughing because I know it's coming. Um, I shouldn't laugh at my own jokes, <laughs> by the way. But um,
0: so well, I, if it's funny, it's funny. So
1: I I previewed this gif right, but I I didn't watch the entire thing before I hit send to one of my mail. Colleagues, and oh, the shit. gift that I sent <laughs> is this woman saying like he called it an a hole, and I thought okay, we're good, we're good, and then it flashed,
0: <laughs> flashed to the next thing
1: <laughs> as you can see I right see, now.
0: Yeah. Um. And,
1: uh... <laughs> and the second half said
0: <laughs> it needed to be filled. Yeah. <laughs> and, oops oops <laughs> uh hopefully yeah. hopefully the person you sent it to was like-minded and and knows you fairly well so at least to be fair at least
1: we've worked together for two years um so it was someone yeah. on my immediate team versus like someone in another department <laughs> but um it didn't get a response for a good five or ten minutes. Oh, and you're <laughs> like, please say something, way.
0: please say something, please say something.
1: You know, when you start going, oh my god, I'm sorry, I didn't read that, I'm sorry, <laughs> and you just keep, in the very British way, just keep apologizing. I'm so sorry,
0: and... I'm so, so sorry.
1: So sorry, so sorry. Which, by the way, one of my annoyances is most of the time when Brits say that, they're not
0: really sorry. They're just in the habit of saying it. <laughs>
1: Exactly. But I was legitimately sorry. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, much regret.
1: Right? I mean, at least he doesn't (laughs) listen to the show. That would be even more awkward.
0: Well, as far as you know. That's very true. (laughs) He does know. You don't know. No. People have their secrets.
1: Oh, it's true. I mean, back in the States, I did have a couple colleagues that listened to the show. Um,. But we kind of had this agreement that we don't talk about it at work.
0: Yeah. Like, or yeah, at least... you would have to because then otherwise you have to start censoring yourself on the show and eh, it's no good. It's no good. And at first
1: they were like, well, I, I wanted to listen but then I was a bit scared because you know, they don't want to hear about the details of my sex life. Right. Well, maybe they do. I can think of at least one that maybe did. It makes um, it
0: awkward though for a lot of people.
1: Right. But then they realized it's it's kind of just more having a bit of fun
0: hmm. like,
1: I mean it's not porn that's the whole point that
0: is indeed part of the
1: tagline right I mean maybe I would have more listeners if I did but if it was
0: yeah well you know you could get an only fans or whatever and I mean
1: I have thought about it if you know if any podcast should have an only fans
0: it's screams and moans yeah right I, th- I, th- I reckon you could build quite a following. I wonder, since it screams and
1: moans, you know, could you get like two for one, like someone could subscribe if they only wanted screaming.
0: Yeah. And some people may only want moaning. Yeah. And maybe
1: some people just want to hear me talk about bad movies.
0: There's there's something for everyone, really. I think, yeah, I think people, I think people will pay for that. And the rest can just
1: hear me like constantly clearing my throat, waiting to like start talking (laughs) on the show. (laughs)
0: What will you do with all the money?
1: Oh, Let's go to Vegas. I'll be rolling in those pound coins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: absolutely.
1: Oh. Well, I, I suppose we should get to the movie. Uh... Oh, that's
0: right. We, we watched a, a, a fine work of cinematic fiction.
1: I mean, it was a John Carpenter movie. To be fair. Yeah,
0: and I, you know, I didn't really know a whole lot about him until, um, you know, when I'm watching one of these films that you know I know we're going to talk about, I've got a browser open at the same time, and I've, you know, I've ended up with six different tabs open. I've got John Carpenter's Wikipedia page, and he's actually he's got. His Wikipedia is interesting because there's not only his main page. And then, of course, I looked at the page for this film to see if there was anything interesting to note about this film. But then he's also got another page, another Wikipedia page of John Carpenter's unrealized projects. Really? And so these are all the things that um, he either was going to do and then for some reason decided not to. Or they were um, vehicles that he was attached to, and then he either backed out or they decided to go with someone else. And I was absolutely shocked at some of the. Did you know that he was he was the original choice to direct Top Gun?
1: I mean, knowing the other stuff he's done, that's I just know, a bit right? surprising to me. <laughs>
0: and it says here he turned he quickly turned it down because he did not see it being much of a success at all. And he thought that fighting the Russians in the third act would not do any favors for already hostile international relations. <laughs> but Goose, though. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, he, he was also supposed to... Um, they Universal Pictures offered him the chance to direct Firestarter. He turned that down as well. Oh, that he would have been good. He turned down Philadelphia Experiment, Halloween 4... <laughs>
1: Well, wow. Exorcist
0: no, no 3, Tombstone. He he turned down Tombstone. I mean, that um, might have
1: some overlap with our discussion around this film.
0: Shortly. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, yeah, indeed. Halloween H20. And then, of course, there was there was I don't know if you know this. We, uh, you know, I, I guess the secret's out now. We watched uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. There was actually a sequel to the film that we watched. And he was supposed to be involved with it. And then he ended up not being involved.
1: I did not realize that. The one thing I did do, because similar to yourself, I started to look up, you know, what what interesting things could I find about the film? Mm -hmm. And that as part of the audio commentary, he said that he actually did this movie because it resembled a Western. So that's where I was thinking, like tombstone with the
0: tombstone yeah yeah and And it it does it and actually the the wikipedia page for the film describes it as uh, vampires is a 1998 american independent neo-western action horror film (laughs) so it does actually describe it as neo-western whatever that means
1: i yeah i also noted horror western
0: hybrid yeah
1: that he wanted to do since the 1970s so he well, made it he, a good old time wish.
0: and then did the, that sequel that he wasn't involved with I, I don't know if you're aware of who starred in it. it it by all accounts it's a terrible film it has like it has like 29 percent or something on on rotten tomatoes but it's uh it stars john bon jovi no, <laughs> and that's pretty much all you need to know. yeah, John John Bon Jovi's like in the uh, in the James Woods role. And I don't you know, for all I know, John Bon Jovi may be a fabulous actor. I have no idea, but I, I you yeah, know, probably not probably right.
1: Not. <laughs> well, in and the western thing was I I obviously I didn't read that until after I'd watched the film. Yeah, and I did make a note that like the opening scene, Reminded me of like battle at the vampire okay corral, <laughs> with like, with the music yeah. and yeah, yeah, James Woods face, yeah doorway.
0: What, what was up with that? He was not helping his team at all. He was just standing there staring at the door, staring at the house. Right, it's like help help your team out, mate. Come on. Dun dun.
1: Vampires, yeah, like. He pretty much is like just look at me i'm a badass yeah i'm james woods
0: <laughs> like yeah that yeah that, i think that was basically the whole point behind casting him in that role was that you know he carried some weight he he's he has done quite a few things of note and he is he is actually a decent actor so
1: yeah but it, it's almost like he wanted everyone to know that in this film as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll sign up, but you need to make sure people know who the fuck I am. That my my
0: name is above the title. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's true. I, I'd be I'd be interested to go and look at the. Oh wait, actually, they've got the poster right here. What do you know? His name's above the title. <laughs> in fact, it's it's above it's above the director's name. It's above everything it says james woods at the very top and then it says from the master of horror sorry this is a very very small picture of this from the master of horror comes a new breed of evil and that's below james woods and then below that it says vampires oh wow (laughs) so yeah yeah i wonder i wonder if that was part of the contract that his name had to go at the very very top I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) indeed,
1: indeed. Even
0: bigger than John Carpenter. Oh,
1: I feel like over time, like John Carpenter has gotten bigger.
0: Well, he's got a huge cult following now. Yeah, exactly. Which he probably wouldn't have had if he directed Top Gun. Yeah, because he would have been a sellout. He would have. Well, he just would have become a mainstream director, I think. Or Top Gun would have been the strangest film of all time. <laughs> it could have gone either way. Because Tom Cruise can do the. I mean, have you seen. Um, oh, what was the film with the, with the Master Ball? Uh, Eyes wide Eyes shot. Ta- Tom Cruise can go weird if he wants to, and Vanilla Sky, that kind of thing. So I think with the right director, it, it, you know, it could have been. Top Gun could have been a completely different film.
1: Like Top Gun,
0: Cross Pay okay, Corral. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was gonna say like door. the thing
0: like... yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows what it could have been, but he's right, it probably wouldn't have been as successful with it with him at the helm, so it wouldn't it's, it's probably best that it it went elsewhere
1: it wouldn't have been as commercial no indeed <laughs> I guess with that we can uh we can get into the film and uh the impressions that it's it's made
0: on us um um if I had to name one one word that for me kind of sums up the whole film, it's the color red. Because <laughs> as a photographer, I, I, I pay attention, you know, to the cinematography, I pay attention to the colors, choices, I, I pay attention to light choices. And I don't know if you notice, but there is a very, very heavy red filter over everything. And so during the day, it makes the sky look almost red. If you go back and you watch some of the ones like where the sky should be blue, it's a very deep red. And then it's sort of, it's sort of like a graduated filter that comes down as it goes down the frame. But even like in the middle of the frame where people's faces are, there's still quite a lot of red. So kind of everyone looks like Donald Trump, they've got, they've got <laughs> that sort of orange Cheeto look about them.
1: They've gone and, to the
0: tanning booth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looks, it looks like the worst spray tan ever. and. I, I get why you you might want to do that for stylistic reasons on some shots, like especially you know with with sunset or sunrise, just for dramatic effect. But it was really just on all the time, and I just yeah, it was really 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 red.
1: I see. The thing is, is of course I'm I'm not a photographer. Well, I like to think myself one. Um, but <laughs> well, you take <taking> good pictures. <laughs> I don't study it though, right? Like, right. Right. <laughs> And thank you by the way um, but now that kind of makes me want to go back and look and then now that you've said that any any
0: of the bright daylight scenes have the, the very top like quarter of the screen is just deep deep red the sky where it should be blue sky it's deep deep red go back and look
1: oh see now, now I'm gonna have to because see <laughs> you say that about the colours and then you know also along the line of fake hands and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing that I kind of noted about this movie is that it just looked like it was something straight out of the 1980s with the testosterone and the hookers and the parties
0: The, the second thing I noticed after the colors was that how weird it looks to us now or it looks to me now anyway in 2020 that his crew his team, his vampire hunters, all straight white guys, all of them. Right. Not a single person of color, not a a woman, nothing. They're all just like straight up frat boys. Yeah. And it seems so weird now to look at that. And, you know, and this sort of like, all the sort of internalized homophobia sort of mixed in with, Veiled homosexuality, and there was, there was a lot of talking about to, a lot of guys being very, very interested in the proximity of each other's penises, and
1: if they were like, making oh. them hard,
0: yeah, it was just <laughs> oh, it's just so gross. It was a toxic masculinity, just ugh, ugh, gross. But you know, for 1998, it was it was perfectly normal. It was exactly what you expect from a film like that. And so I just I always have to remember. I always have to remind myself when I'm watching, you know, a film from 20 years ago or 30 years ago, like, it's a different time, it was a different time, it was a different time, because there's going to be something in in the dialogue or or in the way something is played out, there's going to be something that just slaps me in the face and I go, oh god, (laughs) that's horrible, You, you would never do that now. But yeah, filmmaking has come a long way.
1: Yeah, well I suppose so of so our attitudes and awareness about a number of things as well.
0: Well and notably in that sequel from 2002, the one starring John Bon Jovi, his sort of right-hand man is, um, is a person of colour, or is a black man. So even just a few years later, on, you know, on the other side of the turn of the century, they kind of got somewhat of a clue at least, it's at least a little better
1: they had their token black guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's still not ideal, but you know, at least they are casting some people of color at that point.
1: Very, very, very true. So, um, I know we chatted a bit before the show, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts as well about what what you thought was like the primary plot to kind of summarize <laughs> what what's yeah, going on with yeah, this movie. Yeah,
0: I I I I thought that it was Well, keep in mind, I watched this film a week ago, and I managed in the seven days between then and now to completely forget what the film was about. This morning, I looked at my notes, and I thought, this doesn't look familiar at all. I had no idea. (laughs) So I actually had to go back and spot watch and, like, remind myself, oh, yeah, these characters. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is that film about the hooker who turns into a vampire and then runs off with Alec Baldwin's brother. (laughs) and that's I mean, what i thought the film was about and then you were like no 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 it's not it's not about that at all that's a side plot but those were the two characters that i remember because we got to spend some time alone with them in that hotel room oh my gosh so i like, but <laughs> i didn't get it i mean there
1: was a lot of bad things about that scene right but I have to say, like, when the woman was stripped and tied up in bed, I was thinking that's all a bit kinky and severe if you're just going out to grab a bite to eat.
0: I actually I actually wrote down in my notes, why did they have to strip Hooker? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what was the point? If you, If you're gonna tie someone up, they don't need to be naked. Right? That, that's and it, it didn't exactly appear what I was like, thinking and it, from, from what I could tell he wasn't planning on having sex with her he wasn't planning on raping her so why did she need to be naked that didn't make any sense to me at all but also why, why was she tied up in that scene and then in the very next scene they show her waking up in bed and she's not tied up and he's asleep in the chair in the corner so I'm like so you were willing to go to sleep with her not tied up so why did you have to tie her up when you went to go get food?
1: Right, and then he just he just left the food there. He didn't even eat he it. He didn't
0: even eat the food.
1: <laughs> like, and ridiculous. then uh, hours hours later, he's like eating it, and then he he's like, oh yeah, she wants to run away, but I'm totally gonna keep falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's what? like,
0: mate, now's the time when you need to tie her up, right?
1: <laughs> like. But, Maybe you want to think about these things. Um, yeah, yeah, they, yeah.
0: There were de- there were definitely some problems with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I guess in my in my interpretation, maybe it's wrong. Maybe maybe it is just an elaborate pretty woman with a vampire hunting backstory. But like <laughs> about the vampire hooker that
0: that bit him. That that's that's my film anyway. That's that's the way that I'm choosing to remember it.
1: Alright, um, well my my view, maybe it's not right, maybe that's the whole art to it, right, is everybody sees what they want to see, yeah. um, is that actually the reason they're looking for the master, I still think there's an undertone of kink in this film, by the way. Oh, um yeah,
0: maybe, I, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I, I was thinking of them as like uh, big bosses in video games. Yeah, the big boss. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, but yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe the mask. Certainly, certainly there's there's this whole sort of modern vampire idea with the black leather and the the whole sort of gothy thing. So there's a lot of crossover there, I think.
1: And there's a lot of slapping and bondage
0: and yeah, yeah, tying naked girls to a bed and for no reason whatsoever.
1: Right, but but really, they were trying to find this this vaster um before he got to the black cross which of course is that whole like you said kind of dark gothic thing so the whole backstory is that they turned this priest into a vampire through like a bad exorcism yeah it was an accident allegedly allegedly um I'm gonna go out on a limb and talk about some of the story inconsistencies of this movie. That oh oh yes
0: please I have a list <laughs>
1: that that shouldn't be that surprising, but alas, here we are. Um, the first of which was you know well um, Matey was slapping the woman around um in the hotel room. Uh huh. The James Woods character, Jack, was trying to find out who set them up and I was like oh yeah it totally wasn't the church who (laughs) already (laughs) turned this guy to a vampire that's there's no way that they would do that right and like
0: I kind of did there was something I didn't understand about that and maybe there was a legit reason and you can tell me why did James Woods have to threaten the priest to get him to tell him about the black cross like, they're, they're on the same side. Why wouldn't the priest want to help? Because... Is, did the priest know that the cardinal was... was the bad guy? I, I, I just totally didn't get that at spoil, all.
1: Spoiler alerts.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> this um, film came out 22 years ago. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um. So, I think it was that the priest, I think, was told not to tell... Jack about it because he obviously had his own agenda. Oh, so he did know, but I don't think he knew that that cardinal was bad. Oh right, I, I see. Like the cardinal was just like, oh, we can't tell him the real reason. Like maybe he sold him that like Jack would be the one to take it or
0: oh I or get- something oh, like okay, that. Right, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. But I did note I mean. I feel bad, but I was kind of happy when the first padre died because the next one, then we got Father Adam. Yeah, and he, he was pretty hot. <laughs> he was pretty hot, and there was hints that he might be a bit kinky. So, like, <laughs> yes, like, why not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just saying. Um, I was actually shocked how many people died in that first. You know, in the in the scene in the motel room. You know, when we when we did lose the first priest and. Also, can we just say, this is the largest motel room I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was like two or three motel rooms with the walls knocked through. And I just thought this this place must be like $5,000 a night. <laughs> you know, it's just-
1: And from the outside, a- it looks like one of those budget roadside hotels. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and it just looked like they just knocked all the walls through and they just turned it into one big room. It was, it was incredible. But also I had to actually look up When the um, the vampire, I can't remember his name, the, you know, the the master, when he showed up at the motel, I thought, um, you know, what's his name opened the door and saw the vampire there. And I thought, oh, he's fine because he hasn't invited him in. And everybody knows a vampire cannot come in unless he's invited. Right. Right. And then of course the vampire just came right in and, and, you know, started killing everyone, including our, our, uh, our beloved elder priest. And I just thought it's, do they not know the basics? So I thought maybe I'm wrong and I looked it up and sure enough, a vampire cannot come in unless he's invited. So I, there you go. There's there's an inconsistency. I was like, well, that, that shouldn't have happened.
1: Right. But then in the film we hear about all these other inconsistencies where, you know, they'll kill you even if you're wearing garlic.
0: Yeah, and they've got all these, they've got all these weapons. Like I had to look up again what like, remind myself what will and will not kill a vampire and then i noticed that like in their weapons they've got all these guns and my like, guns don't kill vampires why are they stocking up on weapons that will not help them
1: and why did they repeatedly shoot vampires over and over and over it again it doesn't
0: help it doesn't <laughs> when, help when it doesn't not- kill them get weapons that kill vampires that would be like rule number one of of hunting vampires is get weapons that will kill them
1: no we're Wooden just stakes we're just gonna shoot at them with a bunch of machine guns, um, and semi-automatic weapons, and then
0: hook them up. and drag did, them out oh, into the like sun. That, that was that was that was <laughs> clever. That the, the driving, just throwing that into reverse and then just pull the vampire out into the sun and watch them catch fire. That actually sounds like a fun pastime,
1: right? Like vampire wenching. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a fun night for him. Oh, no, you can't do it at night. You have to do it during the day by definition.
1: Yeah, that's the only downside. Gotta do it during the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the The other thing, uh, to me, the, the biggest inconsistency, right, is so they, they finally find out what the vampires are looking for, right? Because he threatens the priest. Yeah. And they find out it's the Black Cross. It's Black Cross, right? Yeah. And you find out that It had been guarded by a bunch of monks and priests and things like that. So, there's a bit of a filling in of the plot that I have to do here, where when the woman's turning into a vampire, the the hooker. The hooker. I don't remember her name either. I don't either.
0: We're (laughs) letting our side down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I support
0: hookers, but I don't remember the one in this film. Um, oh, Katrina! Uh, see, Katri- yeah, this is where Wiki- this is where Wikipedia comes in handy. Her name's Katrina. So as
1: Katrina is starting to turn, she has a psychic link with the master. A- again, kinky, right? So, you know, they can they can see each other in their in their mind. And in, in one of her sessions, she sees a map, and mm-hmm. a priest being killed. And then, when Jack asks. Father Adam was like, oh, this was the only priest who knew the location of the Black Cross. But then Jack is like, but why was the priest killed? (laughs) Why why did the master go talk to the priest? And I was like, oh, dude, (laughs) like maybe to ask him where on the map this Black Cross is and then.
0: I mean, you know, we're just guessing here, but (laughs) it's a bit of a long shot. But, but it's, it's probably, the, probably this, just going out on a limb here and take a guess. <laughs>
1: so, so yeah, I'm interested to hear what else you kind of noticed about the film as you went through watching it.
0: Um, I always think it's funny, and I, I, this seems to be like a, a peculiar thing for American-made films, is that things that that are like ancient traditions. Either of Asia or of Europe or of you know, places right on the other side of the planet, and somehow the major historical figure ends up in the United States. How does this happen? It, <laughs> it, it happens with so many things. I just thought, what a coincidence that the first and oldest vampire who was turned into a vampire, I think they said in Prague. Yeah. How of did course. he end up in New Mexico? <laughs> Like, what a coincidence! How he how he just happened to end up in a U.S. state that happens to be where film crews get big tax breaks. I mean, what? How lucky was that? What are the odds? I mean, that what does help the explain odds?
1: the desert vampires as well, because
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, a, man, a guy gets around. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I just I, I, the whole thing about how did he get to the U.S. I just I, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it's always Magic. about the US, imagine that. Well, they weren't going to go shoot in Prague, were they? So they didn't have the budget for that. So exactly. So they, they had to they had to find some way to get to get the vampire over to New Mexico. But, you know, hey, every time I see New Mexico in anything, whether it be, you know, Breaking Bad or whatever, it always looks like a fascinating place to me. So whatever, I'm, I'm willing to let that one go because I like looking at New Mexico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough fair enough
0: it's a nice, it, it looks it looks mysterious to me and it's got that sort of that sort of weird combination of lots of sun but also this dark vibe mm. so yeah I, yeah i'm really into it
1: i was gonna say almost like mystical in a way yeah yeah
0: definitely taking so, a few trips yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I've I've driven through New Mexico, but it was at night because you know we were trying to get through. uh, It was like on the way to California, and so trying to get through the desert bits at night. So uh, I didn't actually see any of New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was I was going to say I've not been
1: to New Mexico, but I've actually been to Arizona before, and yeah, during the day it's ridiculously hot. Uh, I can imagine just insane. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean as we're kind of getting we're moving we're making our way towards the end of the movie slowly. Yeah. Um as you said earlier, we've got Katrina the hooker who's who's turning, but there's also like this developing relationship with um Alec Baldwin's brother. <laughs> what is his name?
0: <laughs> Boy, this is worse than not being able to remember Katrina. Like, we've, we've just completely erased this guy as an actor. Daniel. Daniel Baldwin. Dan. Good old Dan. Good old Dan Baldwin. Like I don't even know if he was in anything else that we would recognize. Not after this show. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. W- w- Wikipedia has a picture of him. He really looks like Alec Baldwin now. Uh mulholland falls vampires oh. pandora projects stealing candy paparazzi and gray gardens i i can't i've heard of mulholland falls same and the other ones i can't say sorry sorry alec baldwin's brother <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> i think that's your most famous credit being alec baldwin's brother oh i feel so bad Aww, he's probably a great guy, guy right I, oh, I extend an official apology. I'm sure he's a... And actually, you know, I enjoyed his role in this film, so I should just shut up. Right. <laughs> he, he's he Underrated.
1: Actually, he is underrated. Yeah, I would say
0: he's the most <laughs> underrated actor of his time.
1: I think Father Adam was probably the best actor in this film. So what's I, he
0: called? Let's.
1: What's <laughs> his name? Let's he was so this. memorable, I don't even know his name.
0: But... I'm terrible. Oh, and with I'm, not, I'm not actually. I'm not actually gonna. I'm not actually gonna remember it, am I? So, and they've got the. Um, let's see. Yeah, no. Valak is the vampire, isn't he? Cheryl Lee is Katrina. Oh, and I looked her up, and she did. She did a few things. Okay. His name is Tim Guinea. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him either. And oh, he was in. He was in uh, series seven of twenty-four. He was, in, he was in a few episodes of CSI, in a few episodes of L.A. Law. It looks like he's done a bit of TV here, a bit of TV there. And then quite a lot of films, actually. Holy cow. Nothing, nothing I've heard of, but just,
1: yeah. Oh, so he's, he's had a decent career for himself. Oh, he was in
0: Iron Man. He played Major Allen in Iron Man. I think part of the reason that we can't think of anything else he's been in is, like, if I'm looking at his Wikipedia picture, and he, to my eyes, he does not look anything like he looked in Vampires. He looks completely different. I would not have known it was the same guy. Is he as hot, though? Um, yeah, it's hard for me to tell from a still photo. I'd have to look at a video. Um, he, he just kind of looks like... Um, he looks like a, a dad. He looks like he might have like a, a, an eight year old and a ten year old. He just looks like a standard <laughs> dad.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Which you know, some people are really into that. <laughs> dad bods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad dads are definitely uh, are definitely having a moment. So
1: <laughs> for all you so dads, if you're into that, that,
0: then yes, he is. He is still very hot. <laughs> he doesn't. I have to say, he doesn't look older. He just. He just looks more conservative and sort of more straight laced. Okay, so
1: maybe he wasn't a kinky priest after all.
0: No, not in his real life. That was, it was strangely enough, that was just a character he played in a film.
1: <laughs> Who evidently gets wood. When... <laughs> Ev- evidently, <laughs> I I did have from one of the quotes is, can I ask you something, Padre? When I was kicking your ass back there, you get a little wood. Uh, here we
0: are again obsession with each other's penises
1: right and oh are you getting turned on by me kicking your ass like mm,
0: mm. just go ahead and Uh, blow each other get it over with right
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then at the end of the film he asked him again and he started going into like all the different woods that he got hard he's like
0: what is your fascination with my genitals right just stop already (laughs) either that or make a move do something right come out of the
1: closet already yeah come
0: out, come out. we get it you're gay right just, just make it part of the plot
1: maybe that's why he was secretly hunting vampires
0: yeah maybe yeah he was looking for a husband who knows right and and it, Actually, I, like... I, a, I would be here for that film i'd watch that film
1: Maybe that should have been the spinoff that was never there.
0: Yeah, but not not the one with John Bon Jovi. Have another one with James Woods where he's he goes looking for a vampire husband. Right?
1: I mean, because even when he met the master, right?
0: At the mm-hmm. end,
1: he was saying, like, let me just ask you one thing. After 600 years, how is that dick working?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ, the obsession. right? The obsession with other men's penises. That is, by definition, gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he can't stop thinking about it and about how about he... other
0: men's penises
1: and how those penises feel about him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think there was like a, an unexplored. There was a missed opportunity there for for an unexplored plot line. Oh man, for, forget forget the hooker and Alec Baldwin's brother. We could you know we could have had this, right? <laughs> oh,
1: this, this might be something. I don't know. I might have to like crowdfund this shit. Like, get
0: o- up. <laughs> Ham, <laughs> what do you think James Wood's fee is in 2020? Oh, man. <laughs> do you think I, we can afford him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. He's. He, don't forget, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> His name goes above the title, so. Right? He's
1: mentioned in Family Guy all the time.
0: Yeah, so. so yeah, we probably can't afford him, even even with crowdfunding.
1: We probably owe him money just from saying his name.
0: But... Yeah, right. <laughs> we're probably we're probably gonna get a call from his legal team, a cease and desist.
1: Right. This episode will never see the light of day after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. that is the unre- unrelated disaster
0: that we didn't see coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you there you go waiting for the other shoe to drop and there it is there it is
1: <laughs> so yeah i mean the the ending was i feel like they they kind of got to a certain point and then we're like oh shit we've only got like three days left to filming you guys we've so got we gotta to get hurry, this wrapped wrap up. this up yeah because yeah, it just kind of sped to the to the ending where, as you said, the the cardinal is actually helping the master vampire. Like he was yeah. just seeing who got to the black cross first, I guess. Yeah.
0: The, yeah. I think that was the thing was that he just wanted it for himself.
1: Yeah, and he, because evidently this this cross will help vampires live during, during the, the day, day, so they don't burn up in a ball yeah. of fire, and you know. The thing that I didn't get though is he was like, "Yeah, you know, by helping him out, I'm gonna live forever." And I was thinking, like, mate, maybe you should have tried that about twenty, yeah. thirty years ago. Like, yeah, like
0: why? Why'd you wait till now? Yeah, because when when you get turned into a vampire, then you stay that age forever, right? Theoretically, I think that's so how it works. You kind of want to do that maybe somewhere between twenty-seven and thirty-five, right?
1: Not at like sixty five. Yeah, don't, oh.
0: don't 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 wait until it's you know till your knees are creaking and and you have to make noises every time you get up or sit down, because that's yeah. not going to get any better when you're six hundred years old, right? And then nobody will ever think of you as the hot vampire ever, right? If you have to go through eternity, you want to be known as the hot vampire,
1: not like oh,
0: look at oh, that the the sweet grandpa vampire, yeah
1: maybe i do want to be a sweet granny vampire I'll yeah just i was make gonna say actually like... that
0: doesn't sound so bad maybe i'm changing my mind on that
1: right like i'm just gonna cook people biscuits and like make sweet things and invite them in and
0: that's kill them ha- that's how you get them yeah
1: yeah they'll never suspect a thing that's where strange. if you're a good looking like 27 year old they'll be like wait what do you want
0: yeah that's oh that's a good point you could, you could use it to your advantage for sure. Yeah.
1: I guess advantage is in, well, whichever direction you want to go. It depends <laughs> yeah,
0: on that. how you look at it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we could totally rid incels, but then they'd live forever as vampires. so... <laughs> oh,
0: God. No. Please, R- no.
1: Right? No good. No that, good. That,
0: no, that movement needs to die out for sure. <laughs> that stops. Stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that bloodline stops here. Exactly, (laughs) the curse ends with us, with this generation.
1: Um, yeah, but I mean, it kind of worked out well in the end for um, the Baldwin guy. (laughs)
0: So, so, so Alec Baldwin's brother and the hooker—they go off together, right? They, they—I'm kind of cloudy on the ending. This part, that's one of the parts that I, I failed to rewatch. They decide to run off together because despite knowing each other for, I'm going to say 48 hours, they are wildly in love. Yeah. They're, they're ready to commit to each other for all eternity, which, you know, seems a bit premature to me, but you know, you do you. Right. And, uh, and so they run off into, into the literal sunset to, to go do that. And there's that weird exchange between him and James Woods, where James Woods, Wishes them well, sort of sends the bride and groom on their way, but then he also says, Mate, you gotta remember, I'm g- gonna hunt you down <laughs> I'm gonna kill you both.
1: That kind of reminded me of what is that movie where they're like, I will find you and I will kill you. And yeah, I feel- what is that? Oh, everyone is screaming at us right now, Melissa. Yeah, you yeah. can't
0: remember. They're like, for fuck's sake, these but, two idiots.
1: But. I totally had flashbacks to that, even though this movie was made before that movie.
0: Yeah, it was like, you could just kill them now. If, if that's, Wouldn't that just save some time? But see, he
1: had been bitten two days before and didn't say anything, so he earned two days back because he still helped him after that.
0: Yeah, so he decided to give him a head start. Yeah, fair enough. But it's like, then then why not just let them go? Because it's a game. It's fine. Like, why, why throw in that little sort of passive-aggressive... I'm gonna hurt you. He's just jealous. Yeah, yeah, because he ended up with the girl. Vampires get all the good chicks.
1: Right? I mean, maybe that's why he's hunting the vampires. He's just secretly jealous. It's not that they killed both his parents, it's that they get all the good chicks, they get all the good guys. Like, vampires are always hot, right? Like, you always see them portrayed as attractive.
0: Oh, and by the way, uh, speaking of attractive, um, the woman... Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Lee is the actress's name, the one who plays C- Katrina the hooker. Um, did you realize that she is also the famous Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks? What? Yeah! That's, this is me in shock
1: right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was in shock too and it's it's one of those things that I wouldn't notice. Well, let me just make sure that I'm not completely full of shit. Yeah. Here we go. Series regular. 1990 91. Twin Peaks. Role, Laura Palmer, Maddie Ferguson.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, they had all the big names in this film then.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. And I just I just didn't even... I, I have some facial recognition issues, so I just didn't even recognize her at all. But not for nothing... Um, you know, people always talk, especially men like to... Oh, about how men age so well and women don't. Uh, she has aged very, very well. She still looks hot she still looks really really good
1: i know there's a lot of women that age well
0: yeah i think yeah i think there's there's this sort of stereotype that women don't age well but um she is she has definitely proved that that's not true
1: oh i mean we could make a whole episode about
0: women who have aged well but (laughs) yeah let's start with meryl street that that talk about vampire that woman has made some kind of deal with the devil (laughs) it is she looks amazing now we can use that word awesome Awesome. <laughs> she, she she looks incredible, actually, for her age. If you look at a picture of Meryl Streep 30 years ago against a picture of her now, it's very, very little different. She looks fabulous.
1: I feel like Jennifer
0: Aniston is going to be that way as well. Jennifer Aniston also very, very good. Um, I think all of those those actresses of that kind of age, Courtney Cox also, the whole, the whole Friends team, they, they, all, they, all, they, all, they all look pretty good. Um...
1: I mean, I, I don't know who has and hasn't had plastic surgery, obviously. Oh, I'm sure but, they all yeah. have, but
0: still, if you think well, the men have been doing it as well, you know. The women, the women I think, they're standing their ground. All the ones from, like, uh, is it Pretty Little Lies? They're, all that, all those women who are sort of, like, anywhere between 40 and 60 now, mm-hmm. a lot of them look very similar to how they looked when they were in their late 20s, early 30s. So, you know, there is hope. Like you said, hope Hope uh, mixed in with uh, with a little bit of cosmetic procedure, but uh, but hope nonetheless.
1: But you know, I was gonna say, but look at us. I mean, I don't think either of us look our age either, That's or true. what pe- what people think we are, right? Yeah, right. that's true. So, I mean, we're not movie stars, you guys, and you won't see us because it's a podcast. But you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think I think with me, part of it is I just don't have the stress of a, of a career in Hollywood, so that's that's kind of helped keep me young
1: right <laughs> just like I, lack of drama <laughs>
0: yeah know, la- like... lack of drama lack of constant judgment you know I, and i mean i guess i get my my fair share just as a woman on the internet but um but oh, I, yeah. you know it's got to be times 10 million if you're if you're an actress
1: oh could you and, imagine and especially like, an
0: actress you know who's fairly well known
1: could you imagine like the number of unsolicited
0: dick pics on one of their instagrams oh my God, uh, I actually, um, for those who don't know, I do a bit of social media management and um, I've actually had clients, male and female, but with the women it's particularly bad. And all they have to do is, I mean, it could be, their Instagram could be about cupcakes or it could be about kittens, or it could be about arts and crafts that you can do with your children but the second they post one photo of themselves, and it doesn't have to be a sexualized photo, it doesn't have to be a photo in a bra or a bikini or anything like that, just a standard photo of the woman, boom, here come the penises. Right, in, straight <laughs> here, into the inbox. Here, here come the penises. I, there's something about seeing just a picture of a woman that makes men go, you know what, I bet she wants to see my snake. <laughs> i'm just going to go ahead and send it i'm just going to assume that she wants to see it and just go ahead and send it through <laughs> so so a lot of what i had to do for this one particular client i'm thinking of a lot of what i had to do in my tasks during the during the course of the day was just go through her various inboxes instagram facebook and so forth and just delete dick pics wow yeah that's crazy so yeah, that's, that's, that's something that I don't envy because I'm sure if you're the social media manager of, of one of these big Hollywood stars, it's, it's just got to be like 24-7 Dick Parade.
1: <laughs> I feel like that should be its own. I know Instagram wouldn't allow it, right? Because that's just inappropriate. But, 24-7 um, Dick Parade? <laughs> just just literally have an account called Dick Parade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. but... just uh, every dick pic that comes in and i mean you i know you and i both get them and we're not even famous so right imagine if we put the call out and say hey you know send it send us your unsolicited dick pics and we'll put up a gallery
1: we could just build an api right into twitter and it would just yeah tweet i was gonna say it.
0: we yeah we can't we can't do it we can't do it in instagram we can no longer do it on tumblr unfortunately there are very few places up uh, flicker still allows Well, Flickr has a great system where you can, A, you can decide what level of content you want to see, but you can also label your own content as safe for work or unsafe for work. And if it's labeled unsafe, then it will be, you know, filtered out of people who don't want to see it. So people who don't want to see it don't, people who don't want 24-7 Dick Parade don't have to see 24-7 Dick Parade.
1: I mean, I still think, you know, yeah, if you just had a, Twenty four seven dick parade account, and then just it it would just be constantly updated. You you could have a yeah, you could have a way where where
0: where where, you know you didn't have to be in control. Like people could upload their photos, yeah, to twenty four seven dick parade, and you know you'd have to have a moderator sort of keeping an eye on it. But I mean, what are you keeping an eye on? Because normally what you'd be moderating out is the dick pics, so. If you don't have to moderate out the dick pics, then you can pretty much just let anybody do whatever they want.
1: Yeah, although knowing again, I don't work in social media, but I've obviously I deal with like reputational damage or things like that. What ads are being shown next to your brands, YouTube, um, and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um
0: <laughs> But I could also could... you you'd, you'd have to go through and make sure that all of the photos are people you know at least over eighteen. that's what I was just
1: thinking like over 18 people not sending other inappropriate uploads like suddenly you become a like nationalist account Um, oh god oh god that's the worst like the twitter bot that they oh yeah that
0: became a racist in like 6 hours she was just (laughs) like the worst human
1: completely (laughs) learned behavior from all of the horrible humans (laughs) from humanity yeah that's a bit <laughs> That's... depressing. I can't. End yeah, on that. it is. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say though, I feel like content control should be something they should add to TikTok, which I know so kind of ties So that if you in. want to
0: see explicit,
1: yeah. So that then you can exactly. And then if you want to produce it, you're not worried that like children, yeah, or that, or that you're
0: going to catch a ban by accident or,
1: yeah exactly i mean i know that feeds into our second half quite nicely um yeah yeah i I, I actually have something that that connects right over to the other side (laughs) amazing um well i think we'll take a short break and then we will get down to our kinky sex talks time to kill some vampires Where are you going? Bite me, huh? Get up! Fuck you. Bite me! having that vampire in there yeah did you get a little wood mahogany excuse me Ebony. what <laughs> teak I, are you possessed by demons hello and welcome back to the second half of screams and moans are you ready for this melissa
0: <laughs> i'm very very ready this is this is the fun bit now we now we get to like chill out and and be in our happy place which as we both know is TikTok.
1: Right? I was going to say, this is pretty much every evening for us anyway at the moment. Right? <laughs> like, my what, husband what we, will be 10? like, what, what are you doing? Are you sending TikToks to Melissa? <laughs> um. Yeah, clearly yeah, I am.
0: I always am. That's always the answer to that question. Right? <laughs>
1: Do you have a problem with that? Are you going to be in my next TikTok? Like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I will turn you into content. Right? Yeah.
1: If you threaten me, I will turn you into content. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He'll listen to
0: this, so I'm just—I'm just kidding, honey. Um, that Taylor Swift vibe. <laughs> Don't cross me. Right? You will become a
1: song. <laughs> You'll become a whole podcast, yeah, um, <laughs> which will be out there forever. Um. <laughs> Love you. Um.
0: So <laughs> that was so sweet. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm I'm scrolling back up. We've. Do you want to explain what we've done here?
1: I'm yeah. Scrolling up
0: through my inbox to try and get ready for the for the for step one of what we're about to do.
1: Yeah. So. So obviously. <laughs> Thanks to Melissa, I'm addicted to
0: TikTok. Um, (laughs) One of my greatest victories of this year: getting you addicted to TikTok.
1: 2020 accomplishments. Yes, number of pick that one off the list. But I've I found it's actually quite informative in a number of ways. And Um, very educational. Exactly, and I thought the other thing about it is we did mention before um, the break that you know TikTok doesn't have currently for better or worse, any filtering or um, that many limits, really, about content. I mean, you can't be completely nude. but No,
0: it, it's kind of they leave it up to the creators to mark their content 18 plus. So you see some of the creators have hashtags for 18 plus. But, you know, whether anyone's obeying that, who knows? I feel like that would make
1: it more likely. Like, you know, like when you're a kid and you're oh, searching Oh, yeah, when you're 13, something...
0: yeah, you're going for that 18 plus content, 100%. Right?
1: yeah like it just makes it easier to find you don't
0: want to see anything else except 18 plus content
1: i want to see what this is about wait i have no idea (laughs) what what they're talking about
0: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) exactly um (laughs) so we thought it would be quite fun for screams and moans to kind of find our favorite like kink talk or like
0: sex talk um Oh, and ca- and can I just say that this was a whole new side for me. This completely wrecked my for you page because I had never actually looked at King Talk before. That's <laughs> that's very much your world, and and I'm I'm just a tourist. So uh, so yeah, that was very eye opening for me. This exercise. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: I mean, and you did promise to bring those gloves as well so i i've got both
0: pair right here we we i'm ready to go (laughs) okay
1: i'm i'm glad um so we thought you know it would be quite fun um taking turns so we'll do the six videos that six seven i think it was seven yeah you have seven and i have six I haven't been drinking that much today, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but the seven videos I sent Melissa first, um, and then she'll react, and obviously we can chat about it, see if there's any questions, talk about the videos, um, and then we'll do the same with the six that Melissa found for me.
0: Alrighty then. So am I starting now with video number one? Yeah, we'll start in order. <laughs> and 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 I I think. Um, I think we're definitely in for a wild ride because I'm just looking at like the, the preview shot and it's, it's what I think are probably a woman's feet. Yes. Um, sorry if I'm misgendering this person. Uh, and they are bound in a very intricate pattern. Somebody who is very skilled with ropes and with knots has bound this woman's legs together. But it's beautiful though, feet, right? It's absolutely gorgeous. I don't know if she's done it herself or someone's done it to her, but um, it's uh, again, assuming that this is a woman. Also the, the little um the little user pick looks like it might be a woman. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm just gonna dive right in and watch this one. Let's have Definitely.
1: A look.
0: oh wow right okay this is a lot of work someone's that's very artistic actually okay i'm gonna go ahead and pause that so what's happened is at first when you when you're just looking at the preview image it just looks like the feet and like the the rope is sort of knotted up through the mid cuff but then as the video progresses we kind of like you know it pans up her legs and it goes all the way up and the rope changes colors halfway through. And yeah, somebody's put a lot of work into this. I didn't know you could do that kind of intricate rope stuff. It's called shibari. Is it? Oh, so it's a Japanese thing? Yeah. If you if you want to ever Google it, maybe. Um, just, but... I'm, I'm sure I'll get more of it on my For You page now.
1: Yeah, you won't even have to Google. It's going to come to you now.
0: Um... Yeah. <laughs> That's the great thing about the algorithm
1: your friend likes this surely you must like this
0: (laughs) yeah or you watched one video of this three weeks ago so here's like eight more of them but that's fine you know yeah god that's super cool
1: right it's super artistic it's
0: amazing yeah i love it yeah okay yeah that one definitely gets a like from me okay moving on to the second one Okay, so the preview image says subs when they actually escape during escape play. I I now I understand probably 80% of what that means, but let's <laughs> let's watch the video and and see. Okay. Hold on. I'm a fucking
1: ninja. I'm a fucking ninja.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, can we just say this girl is super cute? this right. is such such a cute woman and she's she's dressed cute and she's just adorable I love everything about this video <laughs> right okay so uh, explain to me how this works I, I think I have an idea of what escape play is but I'm guessing somebody gets tied up and somebody's supposed to try to escape
1: correct yeah so basically it's like when you're tied up in whatever way right, um, right. and it's your goal to try to escape so it's kind of like a it's a little bit bratty maybe meaning like uh, there's submissive submissive right like
0: that's uh-huh. not really
1: what it's called
0: but and then there's the rebellious teenager submissive
1: yeah exactly like <laughs> right. the fuck you i'll do what i want with right, the but hope really they have that, no power yeah and really they just want that misbehavior to be
0: right they they want the negative attention yeah, yeah okay got exactly
1: it. Right. um Sorry, any bratty subs out there, if I've totally misrepresented you.
0: Um, (laughs) please, please add us,
1: right? I've I've totally added um sour star fruit X. By the way, like I follow her because she she is
0: so cute,
1: and she has a number of really good videos as well. Like just funny, just funny. When I first saw that, I actually thought maybe I'll have to make my own version of this.
0: Oh, that would be super cute.
1: But I was gonna have it would be the same like subs where they actually escape during escape play. But I was going to have it be like the, the sound where they go run. Run. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Yeah. And then just tag her in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like inspired by.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She's yeah. I like her a lot. She's super cute. Okay. I'm moving on down to number three and I see a girl with gorgeous hair and absolutely flawless makeup me asking my sub if they thought they'd get their way by being bratty oh we just talked about bratty, hold on let's look yeah. at this. you were Yes. first for the defense against the dark arts <laughs> is that correct? yes <laughs> but you were unsuccessful oh, them pinned to the bed by you their throat. <laughs> <Dark Arts>. Love the Harry Potter reference. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that lovely story that doesn't have an author. Exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this what is this whole community just like full of beautiful women? Because it's another one that she's just gorgeous.
1: <laughs> no comment. But you know, of course, there is.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> and also i i think it's it's uh it's full of confident women and that's also very very sexy
1: cuz i feel like no matter what your role in that community you have to be confident it
0: requires confidence yeah yeah because
1: yeah. even if you're I, I mean i know people stereotype like oh a submissive is someone who like well they're submissive right like oh you could just walk over them Yeah, do it's, what you it's, want you know, whatever it's not
0: about beating someone down it's yeah it's it's not about destroying someone no and it's about consent exactly
1: and like as the submissive you have to be assertive and confident enough to set your own rules um of engagement basically so you're saying like this is what i do and don't allow this is what's okay this isn't what's okay and yeah so those ground rules are set from the start exactly so like on both sides and then the same like if someone Is submissive but is asking the dominant to do something that they're not comfortable with or things like that you know like yes it
0: goes both ways definitely definitely (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and some people switch that's a whole nother topic
0: yeah i can imagine okay moving on to number four and we've got a little preview image that says bringing home someone kinky let's have a look (laughs) 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 Oh, I never thought about that. I I have been lucky enough to live on my own for so long that um, it's 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 very difficult for me to remember like the days when you had to worry about what your roommates could or could not hear, what your housemates could hear. Right. So, and moving on, to, moving on to the fifth one, another beautiful woman. And this one is a psychology one as well. And this woman with the, with the long, dark hair and, and uh, lush its red lips. Hold on, let's have a look and see what she has to say. Good morning. Remember, today, you're going to give yourself a little bit of love. You're going to give yourself exactly what you need. Just a little bit of that love that you keep taking from the rest of the world a good lesson for everyone right yeah that's a uh, yeah it's funny because you wouldn't necessarily if you're walking down the street and you saw her you wouldn't necessarily think psychologist <laughs> <laughs> right. but yeah that's it's 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 actually a good lesson on several levels she's got a good message and then it's also don't judge a but but cover right because it's you know, yeah she's I, yeah i would definitely give her a follow and I'm guessing from from her, from her username Siren Saint Sin that she's uh, she's got quite a wide variety of content.
1: Mm. Yeah, she'll sure end you back it's up not on TikTok.
0: Edu- yeah, I'm I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure it's not all educational in in that way, in the, in the psychology way. Might be educational <laughs> in other ways though. Definitely. Oh, <laughs> right, and moving on to number six, I'm seeing our, our first man of the bunch. And uh on, on the preview image it says a dom going for a driving test, so let's have a look. Okay. I'm all ready. Okay, perfect. First thing we're gonna do, turn on the car. Um okay. You like that? <laughs> you, like that you filthy little hole. Okay, I <laughs> yeah yeah okay. There's, there's definitely some crossover between between your choices and my choices. <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke that joke is 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 gonna come up later again, but I'm, I'm loving this is the, one of the great things about TikTok is you get these fun trends and then everybody jumps on board and for about a week, you just see all, a million videos, is everybody's take on the same idea. And then, just as you're starting to get tired of it, we all jump to something else. We're on a different life raft, but yeah, that's one of the funnier ones I've seen on that theme. That's really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, moving on to number seven, and um, I cannot actually see what is written I'm here. But to, it says... someone is, in a harness. She is wearing a romper. There is no nudity. There is nudity. no nudity. Okay, well that's a that's a good. Content warning. There, let's see. Oh, that is gorgeous.
1: And I'm always left like thinking, in some ways, that looks uncomfortable, and in others, it looks so relaxing.
0: So this is like this is like uh, another tick. What was it called? shabari shibari this is uh, so this is like expanded into something a bit more complex with, where this is turned into sort of like a harness for suspension she's actually hanging off the ground and uh the text that goes over the video is just explaining that there's there's not actually anything sexual about this it's an art form it's, uh, it's not about being naked and in fact she isn't naked and it's not about sex because she's not doing anything sexual. She is just an artist. And this was something I think also that uh, pole dancers had to fight against because pole dancing was just seen as something that strippers did and of course the stereotype of strippers is that they're just basically one step under prostitutes and we all know that people don't have a A great opinion about prostitutes which is incredibly unfair but it is what it is and um i yeah i think pole pole dancers had to fight against that now you've got you know even pole dancing classes for (laughs) for teenagers and stuff it's finally it's coming to the mainstream and it's sort of separated out from it's 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 now fitness melissa yeah it's it's yeah it's not it's not it doesn't have it's sort of trying to shed its sexualized history and i think that's what she's trying to do here with this because i'm i'm guessing a lot of people, there's a lot of crossover here with this technique and with the kink world and she's just rightly pointing out that it's actually a legitimate art form and it doesn't it's not necessarily sexual
1: and as well I think it's it's a comment in both that way and also in a kink community way because there are a lot of people who I mean they're not all as artistic as doing shibari yeah of course although like i have known people who have done the set shows and it's amazing in person and like if it's done well the individuals doing it like actually creating the knots and things they've spent years it's almost like an apprentice thing yeah because it looks very complex yeah and like the safety around it and everything else um but for a lot of people like the I'm going to say, like, the emotion and enjoyment that they get out of a kinky scene or um, being tied up, like, feeling, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, comforted, like, in a blanket, but you know what I mean? Um, Well, maybe you don't, but... At least that's like, security. It's, yeah. Or whatever else the reasons that they enjoy it are, a lot of times it's... Not sexual, and it's yeah. not about having sex with that person. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be the power dynamic that you like. It could be something psychological that you enjoy. And, like, it's that. I don't know. It's so
0: funny that you should bring that up because one of the things I noticed, like, when you suggested this theme of us, you know, going through TikTok and finding either sex talks or kink talks or whatever. And at first I thought, Oh, well, how am I going to do that? Cause it's not, like, kink's not really my scene. And you know, how am I even going to know like where to find the good creators for this? And as I was going through looking at stuff, I, I realized that um, a lot of the parts of this community that I like don't really have anything to do with sex. Yeah. Like a, a lot of it is um, just a visual appeal which I understand that there's, you know, visual appeal has a lot of crossover with sex, but it isn't sexual in and of itself. Yeah. Um, And it's also just sort of appreciating beauty. if You know, if that doesn't sound too pretentious, but yeah, I I don't, I don't particularly, I mean, okay. There's one of these videos does, you know, is quite sexual, but most of, most of them are uh, things that are sort of like, can be sex adjacent, but aren't necessarily sexual. So, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, very, very cool. I really, I really enjoyed that set. And as, as we move on to my videos, boy, are you going to recognize the first one? And I have to say, <laughs> this, is, this is almost a carbon copy of, I think, what you originally sent me. But I found one that had a lesbian in it. So I sent that one back to you. Of course, <laughs> because lesbian talk. Come on. Yes, of course. we got to be on lesbian talk. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best, it's the it's the most fun, it's the most enjoyable corner of TikTok.
1: Right? It's all whether you go, like, cottagecore lesbian, or do you go, like, I'm the rich guy lesbian? Like... Oh, God,
0: yeah, I love those.
1: <laughs> you sound like you're picking them up. Oh, I love those. I'll have two
0: of those. Please, algorithm, let me stay here forever.
1: <laughs> so... So your first video, the preview, says she asked if I could turn, the, turn on the oven, which I, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wine. The wine, yeah, that was a nice twist. I just <laughs> I have to say like this turning on things is one of my favorite trends right now. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm loving it and just as soon as we get tired of it it'll disappear as if by magic.
1: Right? The woman with the toaster?
0: Yeah, and there was I, I... one with a kettle. <laughs> yes. I think that was the original one you sent me was with the kettle. Oh,
1: I might have to link that one too. We'll see. I'll have to find it again. That's the one thing is if I well, I think, oh, if if I like it, <laughs> I'll be able to find it. But then I realize, oh, I have like 8,000 likes on here. Oh my God, I have
0: 8,000 likes today. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'm Good never, luck. I'm never going to find this again. And Then yeah. I go, oh, so then I'll add it to my favorites. Oh, there's like 4,000 of those. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> what I do is if there's one that I know I'm going to need to find later, not only do I favorite, I also screenshot it. <laughs> So I've got I've got a folder of screenshots. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, i screenshot anything that I'm gonna need to remember later. I use I use a screen I use screenshotting as an Evernote.
1: <laughs> that's a good that's a good idea for anyone on TikTok with us. Um, okay, this next one. I'm I'm kinda looking forward to what where this one goes.
0: Actually, it doesn't really go anywhere. The the, the the best part is just in the description, what he's written in the description, which we'll see when you watch it.
1: So, the description says, some of y'all have never been kicked out of a sex party for talking too much, and it shows. And
0: then look at the description when you watch
1: it. Twice. <laughs> and then... Sorry,
0: I'm laughing at his description. At the description, yeah. The, the, the caption is the best.
1: Personally, I think it's important to know how many dogs the guy I'm about to enter has.
0: So sue me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, is is this a problem at parties? Like, you've got a guy who talks too much? And you're like, dude, you got to go. You're totally Twice. killing this vibe. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not saying I've been to a sex party, but if I have, I don't remember talking being a problem, but.
0: (laughs) Would it get annoying, like, if if you were at a sex party and and some guy just wouldn't shut up (laughs) with asking questions? Yeah, I guess that would get annoying, actually. Like,
1: get to work, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or at least sit in the corner quietly.
1: Right. Zip it. Observe. Um, no. (laughs) um i i suppose if you were at a sex party and someone was just asking really random questions like that
0: it it might be a bit weird especially if people are trying to get in a certain mindset and somebody's talking about very unsexual stuff like how many
1: dogs or
0: (laughs) so so what do you do for a living right (laughs) because what you want to talk about at a sex party is your occupation
1: you definitely want those people to know who you are and where you work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, get out of here. I think it's funny that he had to mention that it happened to him twice. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson the first time.
1: There's going to be a third time, Melissa. Spoiler yeah. alert.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. So th- so this next one—oh, she's quite attractive. She's cute.
0: With her she little... Is- so cute,
1: with her little bunny ears and her purple and hair. I love her choice of sound. I love this song all right we're 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 going in. <laughs>
0: she the cutest that is not where I expected it to go but I like it I like it this is what I was talking about about these things not being sexual but more sex adjacent a birthday cake in itself well I mean maybe we should tell them what the video has in it
1: (laughs) maybe not what her fingers are doing to the cake
0: yeah that's it's all it's all about her interaction with the cake rather than the cake itself correct and and to be fair i don't think i've
1: ever met someone who claimed to be an alien
0: <laughs> i love deon Antwoord and and <laughs> and i just thought that was that was such an inspired choice of song
1: just wait till i create that video to like fatty fatty boom boom or something Yeah, just wait
0: <laughs> i'm i'm ready i'm here for that i'll Actually, be the first to fave that
1: Ugly boys is much more of a for me. (laughs) Yeah. That'll give me me some ideas. Some ideas.
0: Yep. All right, moving on. So okay. Now here's here's where education talk starts. I'm gonna need your help with this one. I was gonna say, I have a feeling you might have some questions on this one. Yeah, definitely.
1: So the start of the video, like the little preview says when people ask me to take my eternity collar off now i'm gonna watch
0: the video and then we'll have question time (laughs) and and you know you already know what this sounds gonna be Now, I did click through on the comments to see, because I was like, what the fuck is an eternity collar? And she, somebody did ask that in the comments and she explained a little bit about it. But I, I, I'd never actually encountered this before today. Really?
1: I mean, I don't know why I would have thought you would have, but. No, I'd
0: never seen one on and, but now I'm going to start looking out for them.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like a very, it's a
0: significant thing. it just looks like a necklace maybe that's probably why I never noticed because I think it's designed to look sort of normal from a distance yeah
1: well and some of them can so for people who want to kind of take that relationship a bit further um, they might call her their submissive which is you know some people would take that with as much seriousness as getting married for example um, in terms of a lifetime so almost like a wedding
0: ring around the neck
1: yes right and some will say that, like this is the collar you'll wear but a lot of times again it's like a um, what would you like to wear and obviously like some women want it more obvious others don't um, or others can't because obviously a big part of the community is you know like there's not a lot of acceptance so a lot of people aren't happy you know being out or having people know that and it can be a risk to
0: their jobs to other things um so it's important that that this particular piece looks unassuming so to the untrained eye nobody would think anything was was going on exactly exactly
1: but if you know you know (laughs) right got
0: it that's that's pretty cool actually and i'm gonna keep an eye out now (laughs) right (laughs) um so the next
1: one is rating things my boyfriend has said or done to me during intense cuddle times now oh there's a lot to go at here (laughs) i'm a bit i i just need to watch this i'm confused already finish watching Scooby Doo Scooby
0: Doo
1: <laughs> I just had to stop to read. Oh, you want me to stop too bad. And then she put in there we have a safe word so we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Very yeah, important.
0: We we have we definitely have to set the boundaries for when for when no means yes. Exactly. Oh, now
1: we've got to see what else. <laughs> Her face as well. Are you comfortable? Again, consent and respect. Nine
0: hundred ninety nine quadrillion out of ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ending with completely destroyed my cervix. Is like
0: <laughs> I I learned so many things for just from this one minute vid on TikTok. So there is a
1: lot to unpack. I'm pretty sure I can't unpack all that
0: in in one <laughs> well, go. Well, some of the some of them are pretty obvious. The Scooby Doo one was just there for for comic relief. But yeah, she's, I, I think part of the reason that I included that one was I was just impressed. I mean, this is, um, this is a very young woman and uh, very attractive as all these women are. And, um, and she's just, she's so open with her sexuality in a way that sort of 18 year old me is envious of. Cause I, I don't know, you know, when I was 18 a girl would have just been completely slaughtered for, for putting out something like that. Right. That, that was when, you know, when, when, when slut was absolutely, it was absolutely derogatory and slut shaming wasn't a thing because, because slut should be ashamed. ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you, if you came out saying anything that open about your sexuality, well, then you deserved whatever you got was, was, was the way that people thought about it. And so to, to watch her, um, you know, quite, just a young, beautiful woman, just sort of out there owning it, openly talking about her sex life, openly talking about what she does with her boyfriend, um, what she finds hot, what she doesn't find hot, watching car, vi- <laughs> watching car videos in between sessions was like, you know, minus, minus a billion <laughs> out of 10. Um, I, Yeah, I just, I found it, um, I found it refreshing. I mean, you know, Who's to say? I, I know that, you know, devil's advocate would say, well, she does that when she's 18. And then when she's 40, she's going to regret that those videos are still out there. But I think the more that we normalize this, the more that women are encouraged to talk about their sexuality in a way that men have always done and always been praised for, I think the more it'll just become not that big a deal. So right. I really like her
1: <laughs> in a way. I think that's partly why I mean years later than that right i'm clearly not 18 um <laughs> no but neither of us are <laughs> but um i turn 40 next month oh um, but i think that's part of the reason back what was it a, a lot of years ago when i started screams and moans um and now i'm back <laughs> so hope you like <laughs> i'm back And back i'm back, I'm back um took a few years off to get married and things settle into yeah, a new country you do. now i'm back um is that like i always felt like women should reclaim that for ourselves and like yeah. you should feel comfortable talking about sex and it shouldn't be this like taboo thing that we don't talk about because yeah. there, you know there's there, so
0: many ways that we got fucked up that our generation got fucked up because Because there were things that we were just told that as women, we shouldn't be talking about that. We should just keep it to ourselves. Right. Or indeed, that we shouldn't even have those thoughts that ladies don't have thoughts like that.
1: Oh, no, that that's not something that you do. That's not appropriate. That's not how a girl should behave. That's not how a woman should behave. That's not how a woman should look like all of these things um, where I feel like I've always been comfortable talking about. Yeah, stuff like that but yeah. obviously when I was younger
0: like other women didn't feel that way and... yeah and that's the thing is that you know I had my friends group that I could talk with because you know like attracts like we attract certain types of people but I would never just gone into like oh you know and in a forum like this where you're basically just talking to strangers and just talked about my sex life certainly I wouldn't have done that in the 90s no so, to see that young women can do that now. And let's see, I mean, she's got, um, she's got 28, 28 followers. So obviously the message is resonating with people. People like to watch it. Right. And um, I am, I am one of those 28 and a half thousand followers. So <laughs> she's yes, uh, yeah, that for me, that video alone was good. It was good enough for a fault for a follow. If somebody is that open and authentic, in a way that, like I said, you know, at eighteen I never could have been because society wouldn't have allowed it. Um, I'm all for it. I think she's great. Oh, amazing! And
1: now I better get to this last one. This is just a fun one. <laughs> Did someone ask for Kinktober paddles? <laughs>
0: I I didn't even know Kinktober was a thing until today. I, <laughs> I think you
1: they are my one concern is they look like hard plastic i think they're lucite okay i mean i'll have to look because there's a link to buy them I mean, on instagram that, that there's a difference um <laughs> um but that that's good to know yeah i'll um they are they are cute though and they and the one with bats who, who, doesn't, who doesn't like october right but, yeah, I just feel like when I said, you know, it looks like plastic, it's just that's, from my knowledge uh, and experience, plastic is not the best material for something like that. Um, what do you want, wood? <laughs> that's probably a good place to end that. And, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I will be posting in the show notes links to all of the TikToks uh, in case any of you listening would like to see what we were checking out. Now that we've enjoyed a bit of our own TikTok pleasure, um, I'm thinking forward to the next episode, and it's actually more for my next guest, actually, Um, Mm -hmm. is what sex related question would you like my next guest to answer?
0: Okay, this is actually something that I've been wondering about because obviously I've only seen my point of view and I, I'd, I'd be curious to hear somebody else's point of view. I want to know, since the start of the pandemic, what changes or surprises have they seen in how people are relating to each other sexually? Because I've, I've seen a lot of things that have just been incredibly me, all the way from people just acting like there's no pandemic And I think maybe a chemic announcement. I had a very significant uptick in my DMs. Guys saying, Hey, you're cute. Do you want to meet up? And I'm like, You shouldn't be meeting up with anyone. (laughs) Like, what are you what are you doing? No, I don't with like people just wanting like a casual hookup. And I was like, They have time now,
1: Melissa. (laughs) They're at home.
0: Yeah. And I was like, No, no. And they're like, Well, I don't have the virus. Oh my God. (laughs) you don't know that and you don't know that I don't have it. So like, just know, just know all around. So that I found that shocking. But also now that, you know, we're several months into this, I mean, what now, six, six, seven months into this, I'm seeing sort of an evolution as uh, the dating world is sort of catching up to the quote unquote new normal. And I'm seeing a lot of now dating sites, sort of Tinder type app things, that are specifically constructed around the idea that you would have a relationship with someone in which you would never actually meet in person. So the idea is that, you know, you, you swipe right on people just like you would with Tinder. Okay. But then you meet up and then you have basically a zoom date within the app. So you can sort of meet someone without exchanging personal information. You're just doing it all within the app. And I've seen several apps that do this now. They should bring chat roulette back. Oh my God, right? Well, I'm sure, well, who knows? It may still be around. Is it? Is it not still around? May,
1: I, I don't know. I feel like I've aged out of chat roulette, but. Yeah,
0: I have as well. I have as well. But yeah, now there's a whole new crop of dating apps. And the reason I know this is because um, I, I play a lot of games on my phone. And because I'm, I'm a cheap bastard, I don't pay for the games, So I get <laughs> ads in my games. And I would say maybe 60% of the ads now are for these new dating apps where they were like, Oh, uh, you're not meeting people because of the pandemic? No problem. You can just date people through the app. And you can just do all your dating through video. And I just thought is this like now bringing in a whole new generation of people who are just like having phone sex? Like oh, it's old school phone sex with the added with the added video? I feel like you're
1: talking or, about my long I mean, distance relationship, Melissa. I'm I'm feeling yeah, maybe, very maybe. I'm feeling very seen right now. <laughs>
0: Well, that's 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 just what I've seen is, is I've, I've seen I've seen these this sort of shift toward people who are now having sexual relationships entirely through video. But I would like to hear from from your next guest, like what what have they noticed? Is it's are, are they seeing a shift in how people are relating to each other now or is it all just business as usual? But oh, that, that will be interesting, actually, especially
1: now what that we're a saying? few months in.
0: Yeah, I think what now seven months in something like that. That's so insane. Six, seven months. <laughs> I mean, uh, people are still hooking up. I just I just want to hear some. I just want to hear some perspectives on how they're doing it now.
1: All right. Well, we will get to that on the next show. And as we wrap up, uh, Melissa, if my guest wants to interact and find
0: you on the interwebs, where can they do that? I am so super easy to find because um, I I use. My name is my handle everywhere. I am Melissa Maples, all one word, on everywhere. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. You can find me under Melissa Maples.
1: That does make it quite easy for people to find you. Um, I've made it a little less easy for people to find Screams and Moans, which, you know, you work in social (laughs) media. Maybe that's not the best thing. Um, (laughs) But um, on Instagram, we're Screams Moans. And that's mostly because some asshole took the other word. Um, <laughs> Ugh. Actually, it's probably some old account I lost the password to. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably. Um, but yes. Yeah, so Instagram is Screams Moans. On Twitter, I'm at Podcast Whore. And that's mostly due to all the podcasts I would guest on. And I'm still happy to guest on. So if you have your own podcast, let me know. Um, and I even have a TikTok but don't expect too much yet and our tic-tac 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 we have that too you know. <laughs> fresh breath while making a TikTok <laughs> um you know is <laughs> fresh breath fresh content exactly is screams and moans maybe that should be the tagline so thank you again Melissa for joining me I know you're quite welcome. Thank you for having me. I tend to do this to you every time I reboot the show um, and start over again. But I'm quite optimistic. I'm here to stay for a while this time around.
0: Well, if, if you know if we have to do another one, I think I'm I'm now officially the reboot queen. So definitely the rebooty queen. The rebooty queen. Well, we'll see. We'll see what goes up on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I I might actually earn that nickname. That would be amazing
1: amazing
0: (laughs) oh take a drink
1: (laughs) amazing amazing (laughs) well i'd like to thank everyone who's listening uh if you like the show please don't forget to subscribe to hear all of the episodes and also tell your friends and again thank you melissa and hope everyone has a lovely time